Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girls talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's Let's Talk Basic podcast. V, cheers. I'm actually drinking wine today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know you're not. But cheers. Cheers. That it's been a little bit um since we had our last episode. So like quick life updates. What's going on? I feel like a lot has happened on your end. Um I I feel like a lot has happened, but um time has passed <laughs> been passing by super slow. Work has been super busy lately. It has really, really picked up. Um, I think that's a good thing because I was getting a little bit bored. Um, and then in wedding planning news, I don't know if I've shared this yet, but we found a venue and we secured a date. Woo! I'm so excited. Did I did I tell you guys yet? Did I tell you guys I don't yet? Think I don't so. think so. I don't think so. Are yeah. you sharing where that venue is? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's at, um, I guess uh, it's not a secret and the, you can't change it. The deposit paid, <laughs> unfortunately. It's going to be at the Heart House um, this year um, uh, in the fall. We were super surprised about um, securing a Saturday date for this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it came to us as a shock because we were so confident that all of the dates were already fully booked that we were actually asking for just Fridays and Sundays. Um, and then, and we obviously um, sent out probably over 20 emails <laughs> to all the different venues that we thought could possibly be a good location. Um, and this came, this one came back with reasonable price, uh, fully like refundable deposit, cancellation, postpone, you can do anything you want. Um, so we were like, okay, so low risk and we can get married this year on a Saturday in an absolutely beautiful location, by the way. Um, so yeah, we, after that, um, I'm sure you can relate to it as well as that once you've secured a venue, everything else seems pretty easy. Yeah. Because right? you're, you're just, you know, wanting, after you have that date, like everything becomes a lot more concrete and you can provide a lot more details to people. Yeah. So shortly after securing the venue, I was able to secure photography, hair, makeup, um, uh, uh, an officiant. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we need one of those as well. But yeah, like I feel like all the big things have been checked off and I feel pretty relieved. And it only took us like a week to plan. I feel like we were chatting and I was asking about advice and like, where did you get your makeup done? Where did you get your hair done? And you were like sending me all these links. I, you know, asked so many of my girlfriends for advice and they were super helpful. And I think that it does get easier, especially for people who have friends that or sisters who have been married before or married, well, not before, still married. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the process just gets easier. So that's my update. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like that stuff was so like once you find the venue, that's the hardest piece and everything else is like, 
I mean, like, flowers can't really be that different. And, like, it depends on the venue anyways. Like, if you need more decor decorations or, like, flowers or whatever. So, yeah, it's really just, like, nailing down everybody and kind of, like, signing it away. And then you're kind of done until, like, you get into what to wear. Yeah, which just is give me a dress and pretty yeah. much it. Honestly, okay, I mean, I don't want to dive too deep into this, but I was looking at wedding dresses, and I found a couple of pretty great styles on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very tempted to purchase one. Uh, number one, because I have plenty of gift cards. <laughs> so could possibly, you know, be free. Um, but then also, from because I can't actually go to, you know, a bridal shop right now, everything I'm looking online is, it's looking pretty similar. If someone told me that, if no one told me that this was an Amazon dress, I wouldn't have known. Um, so I'm almost like ready to take that risk and spend that. It's $131, the one that I found that I liked. Yeah. And it could turn out really good. Or then if it turned out really bad, it's uh, I've spent, you know, $130 on worse things. Yeah. And can you return it? I think I found one that I could too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like that's the, the hit or miss thing with like Amazon is like it looks one way on like pictures yeah. and then when it comes it's like wow this is really crappy quality. Like I bought um a dress for my engagement photos and it was like a really pretty oh. like tool dress, like very like ball gowny. And when it came it was like it just did not fit well at all. Mm. I think you need like for that dress, you needed, like, a very specific body type yeah, uh, to look good in it. So, like, the good reviews were for people with that, like, specific body type. Right. And, like, yeah. So, it's very hit or miss, but I was able to sell her. So, <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> What's been happening with you? Uh, so, I'm still pregnant. <laughs> but... Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I like I'm less than two months away, which is crazy. And the symptoms and things that are going on are just like, there's new things all the time. And on top of it, it's like preparing for a child. <laughs> so it's been, it's been kind of crazy. My hormones have been going crazy. Like that's been no joke. Um, <laughs> I've like gotten mad and like cried so much like at, at Tyler. <laughs> So kudos to him for hanging in there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I had kind of like a scare, I guess, where I went to the hospital because low iron, which is like pretty common for pregnancy. So because like the baby's like taking all your blood and everything. But like, I guess it was really low. I was like dizzy all the time. Like I would stand up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> like I'm going to faint <laughs> or um, there was one time where I was going into a meeting, like it was a video call. And, like, my whole room was, like, spinning. And I'm, like, okay. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to go on to this? And I'm, like, clutching the desk in front of me with, like, <laughs> like trying to breathe between my legs. And, that uh, sounds really scary. It, it was because I didn't know what was going on. Like, I didn't know that that's, like, related to the iron. And, uh, <laughs> and I was, like, going to email my director being, like, hey, I can't make this meeting. But then my manager sends an email being like, hey, I can't make this meeting. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. <laughs> so 
so it's just me left. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I went, but I was like super quiet. I didn't tell like my director why. <laughs> how do you tell, how do you explain this? I think I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not need to go to the hospital. I'm not sure. And it's like a video call too, so I'm just like trying really hard to like look normal. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sure like, you're fine. I yeah. think if she or he saw anything awkward or weird, they would have followed up. But you, I'm pretty sure you held it together. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just don't ask me any questions because I cannot process. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I got an iron IV. I was there for three hours. It sucked. And now I feel great. There you go. Yeah, medicine. Fantastic. Great. Okay, that's our quick life update. <laughs> still engaged, still pregnant. <laughs> so this week, I think we're going to chat about The Bachelor, our favorite show ever. Because <laughs> it's been a minute since we've talked about it. And I feel like this season needs like a little bit of a spotlight. It deserves one. It deserves one for sure. Um, Number one, um, I was really hesitant to want to watch this season. Um, Mainly because there, um, like, I don't know much about Matt. Um, Whereas the other seasons um, of The Bachelor, because they were like runner ups of The Bachelorette, you had some kind of connection. Right. You're like, oh, I really want to root for this person or I, you know, don't really like this person. So there is a little bit of a background, whereas I feel like Matt is um, a bit of a wild card. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really sure. And then people like you and, you know, Christina, our friend and, you know, my other girlfriends who do watch it, they're like, oh, my gosh, have you watched it? And I got so many kind of like bombarded with like, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? <laughs> to the point where I'm like well, you know what, there's actually not much to do, so I'll give it a shot. And then after the first episode, I could not stop messaging you guys to say, just just with a bunch of like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm in love with him. Yeah, okay, let's start with Matt himself. Because like, okay, like you, yeah, for sure, he doesn't have much like exposure. I kind of followed like on Instagram all the like Tyler Cameron stuff. Um, so I kind of saw him in those in that season or like in those videos and stuff already and thought he was like, you know, really cute, really charming, uh, seemed really fun to be around. But like, obviously, we don't know him. We we don't know how he interacts and like on TV, especially. So like no kind of expectations going into it other than like he's I think he's so good looking <laughs> like not only just like his face and like he has like this great smile but like his body is like probably one of the best bachelor bodies i think <laughs> cough attack there but um i also think he's one of the better looking bachelors yeah <laughs> well, <I'm crazy. laughs> i'll let you take a drink of water but i think after like taisha and claire's season it was just so kind of like un I don't know, not not a great not like I don't know. It didn't get me hyped up. Like I wasn't excited for Claire and Dale really cuz that just happened so fast like I wasn't invested in it. And then like Tasha and Zach, is that his name? 
(laughs) also wasn't really feeling that one like sure I'm glad they found love and they seem really happy but like I don't know just didn't get into it and the dates were lame and whatever so I was really excited about Matt's season because it just seemed like it was going to be better (laughs) okay we can go back Um, to talking about Matt now (laughs) yeah let me go back on telling or I think I do think he's one of the better looking bachelors because not like I mean look at like Peter and Cole. <laughs> like not really my type. Oh, yeah, Peter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those are, like those are the bachelors we had to compare it to. Yeah. Yeah. So not much of a competition. He's clearly better looking. He's tall, dark, handsome has his own, you know, career going on. Yeah, um, I think that's the other with... thing too. Like he works yeah. in CBRE which is like a legit company compared yeah. to like these influencer boys. And you know what I love about him? So if you go on his Instagram, if you're not following him already, go find his um, Instagram handle. The thing that I love is that um, a lot of the Bachelor or Bachelorette alumni also have like their credentials as like, oh, Bachelor season 13 or like Bachelorette season blah. His is zero zero mention about him being on the abc bachelor show right so it's his career first and then it has his like abc food tour right and that's pretty much it and i feel like that's very refreshing because you know he's not out here you know trying to be a bachelor because to get more followers or be an influencer or whatnot like that's i think that's kind of gravy for him like great if he gets it great if he doesn't because he already has his own thing going on and I think that's really really refreshing in this day and age yeah so yeah he just on pure like Instagram stalking like without knowing anything about him before the season started already fantastic then night one hits and what are your <laughs> what are your impressions I loved him <laughs> Like he, I felt like he had the cutest first night like show ever because he was so nervous. <laughs> I love that. Well, you could tell he was nervous and he hadn't done this before. He hadn't been on any of the shows or what is that? Summer Paradise? Paradise? Bachelor in Bachelor Paradise. Paradise. <laughs> yeah, he's never been on any of those shows before. So this is his first time. Um, being on television and meeting like 25 women at the same time so I thought honestly I think he did really really well for yeah. his first time being on national television um, but uh, should we go into the girls and <clears throat> what our first impressions are for night one what are your like who are, who are the people that stand out for you uh night one I think the only girl that really stood out was Abigail who got the first impression. Right. Um, mm-hmm. She just seems so sweet. And like, um, I feel like for Matt, he like he, he's looking for like a girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I see him with. Not like a wild, like, you know, very out there kind of girl. So yeah. I thought that they had like really cute thing going on. And he just seems so like sensitive with her. <laughs> like very like yeah. good at listening. Good at like, I don't know. He's very good at listening. Yeah. You can tell that he's actually very intuitive and, um, you know, actually, you know, cares about their, the one-on-one connection. So 
Um, Abigail is a good one. Obviously, another one that really stood out was Katie, the dildo girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was a bit weird. (laughs) Sorry, it was a really bold. Uh, to go in and to, to do that and I didn't think that I would like her very much but I feel like as the season goes on um, I'm starting to change my mind so that but Katie was definitely one of the girls that you know stood out to me in, in night one yeah um, and then yeah go ahead who else was there? I feel like that like um, night one that's kind of like all I kind of thought about like everybody kind of I don't know looked the same and you know you don't really get a feel for everybody um so yeah nobody else really memorable for me in night one well there's also Victoria Queen Victoria yeah that's unfortunate (laughs) but like it's not standing out in a bad way (laughs) yeah yeah and I can't oh she her whole thing for night one was like that was kind of it's like funny because it's like night one and you're trying to make an impression so I didn't think too much of it either. And I'm like, you know, those nights are long and they get drawn. So usually I give them some grace if they're... So I didn't think too much. But I thought, okay, I'm going to go back to Matt before we move on <laughs> away from night one. I thought how he prayed at the beginning when the, he gave that um, night one toast. It was so cute. <laughs> like, and it's not even because like I'm like a Christian and whatever. I just thought it was like so... Like, it goes back to him being so nervous to be like, this is what I do when I'm nervous. (laughs) And I don't care how it looks to you right now. I'm just going to do it because I can. Yeah, that was really charming. And it's I don't think it's ever been done before. Yeah. Even in Colton's season when they were really trying to push that Christian angle and Sean Lowe's. Yeah. um, Like, they they really kind of played up that Christian angle but with Matt like it just came very like organically yeah and I think it's also the fact that like he's never done this whole bachelor thing so he doesn't know like what the protocols are and like what's supposed to happen so it's just like oh oh, okay like I think it took some of the girls probably a back too who like know the show (laughs) it's like oh all right (laughs) so I thought that was so funny and like so cute all right. Okay, so on to night one. The first one-on-one date was Bree. Right. So Bree was the 24-year-old communications manager from San Francisco. Um, their date was like a dirt bike date. Um, and then they went to the hot tub and then had dinner at night. Um, I don't know about you, but I really, really, like, strongly believe that Bree is a very strong, like, the candidate. Yeah, I feel like she's going to go really, really far. For sure, she's going to have a hometown date. And she doesn't annoy me. Yeah, I really liked her too. I thought they were her... Uh, I can't say much stood out, but I do think that she'll go far. Like, I think they'll have a good... Because it did seem like it was very natural. But I can't really... It's natural, and I yeah. also feel like Matt needs someone who's, you know, chill, down to do anything, a bit more adventurous. And she seems like that kind of girl that, you know, uh, can go with the flow. Yeah. So I really like her. Yeah. Huge fan of her. Um, And then there was Ashley. Who's Ashley again? The blonde who left. The blonde who left? Isn't her name Sarah? Sarah. And then there was Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, you know, that one. Who the hell is Ashley? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there 
might be an Ashley. Like, <laughs> clearly, I, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, there's Sarah. What do we think about Sarah? I really liked her, too. I mean, I think she was really almost, like, too emotionally vulnerable for this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Poor girl. Yeah. But I kind of felt really bad for her because I feel like she just, she's probably getting mixed messages, right? Like she's trying, she wants to leave and she wants to like whatever because she doesn't feel comfortable. But like Matt is telling her like to stay. Like he's literally kind of being like, please don't go. (laughs) So it's like, okay, that I would feel like if I was her, I have a real shot at this because like this guy is telling me he wants me to stay. So it's like, do you give up on this shot? And like, I guess you're also like, do I really like him that much? Um, But yeah, like it's, I think it's tough when somebody's like, no, don't go. So I I get like the whole going back and forth kind of thing. I think the thing that I liked about Sarah was the fact that she was so vulnerable about how she actually felt. Because I think that in a lot of cases, um, these situations drag out for way too long to the point where it kind of affects um, Matt, other uh, contestants, and themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it was actually, I feel like, a blessing that she ruled herself out pretty early on. What, she was there for three weeks, Matt? Yeah. Um, and then she was gone. So I think that all in all, like, yeah, you know, the girls were like, oh, you're creating drama, you're drawing attention to yourself. But I feel like she did have real feelings for Matt. But then also the situation with her dad um, probably was killing her inside that she couldn't yeah. be there for him. Yeah. And um, I thought it was really um, cool that, who was that girl that I just mentioned? Katie, the dildo girl. Yeah. Went to check on her um, at the at the end just kind of like say like hey like what's going on and when they shared that story about you know Katie's dad passing away and then you know her you know struggling with that like I thought that was like a good closure yeah um you know Sarah and the rest of the girls like you know like you never know what's going on with other people and you can't just you know assume that this person is playing mind games I feel like no offense to Sarah, but I don't think she had capability to play mind games. <laughs> she was just, you know, she was just off. Like, she was just off. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, although I, I do feel like it could have been dragged out, like, I'm glad that she kind of, like, nipped it in the butt and just let herself go. Yeah. So that leads us on to Katie, who love freaking Katie. <laughs> I feel <laughs> <laughs> like... I think that energy is just so needed. I don't know if it's just because this season of The Bachelor has been so, like, full of, like, cattiness. Mm-hmm. Or if she's just really, like, super refreshing because she's self-confident and, like, stands up for other girls and willing to speak her mind. And we just don't see yeah. that on reality TV anymore. <laughs> and I like the fact that she was standing up for other girls as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? Because that's really important. And uh, we got, we get, like, so we're, what? We haven't seen the next episode yet. So we haven't seen episode five yet. But the previews show us that 
she's about to, or, oh, actually, no, she already went to Matt to tell him that there's a rumor going around that could possibly, you know, ruin someone's life and well-being. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Because she's not allowing, she, she's basically the girl who's setting the president saying that, like, look, I'm not allowing bullying, like, in the house, this is unacceptable, um, it's one thing to, you know, assume or maybe, um, have these comments, you know, sent to you, but it's not okay to basically just start a rumor without really addressing it with the person one-on-one. The way that Anna, the blonde, yeah, who made those accusations, like, Anna, like, her friend of a friend told her from Chicago to watch out for this girl. Like, oh, great. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Like, you have zero contacts and kind of just fabricate a really, really um, and horrible um, thing to accuse someone of, you know, being an escort on national television. And you know that, like, their grandma and their brother and mom and dad are all gonna watch it like watch the show that's terrifying and that's horrible so i'm really excited to see how this you know drama kind of unfolds and but i'm really confident that i feel like matt is gonna, you know take this seriously and kind of make those right yeah i mean we'll have to see how that plays out, but how awful of a way to i mean how awful to do that in general but like the way that Anna handled that whole situation was like like not not only did she go around telling everybody this like fake rumor um that she's heard just to like get people I feel like on her side um but then she brings it up on the group date like well I heard that you were an escort and I just want to bring it up with you like <laughs> when it's like with like five other girls around yeah like there's it's and just at the end what does she say at the end i'm glad we have this chat and the yes. girls just sitting there like oh my god yeah like just to ambush her out of nowhere with that in front of everyone and like clearly other girls already knew too so it's kind of like you you told all these girls this <laughs> Like, how do you even process that in that situation? Like, and and I think she also kind of brought it up as a way of like, hey, I want to clear the air with you. I heard that you were an escort. And she's like, what? Like, it's just it was so so bad on so many levels. Yeah, poor um, Brittany. Yeah, and like on, I mean, on top of the fact that like she already came in and got berated by these girls, being like who the hell are you to come in when it's not her decision? Yeah. It's like, it's not her decision. I feel so bad for this girl. (laughs) I don't know. I signed up the same time as you guys. (laughs) But they kept me in the room for three extra weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, so ridiculous. Um, Okay, well, speaking of the OGs and the newbie. Right. So we, we talked a little bit about Brittany. There was also Catalina, who was the former Miss Puerto Rico, um, who made the cut. And then there was um, Kim. Did Kim make the cut, the, the Asian? No. I think she was the only one of the new girls that didn't make the cut. Yeah, she, so she's gone. Yeah. Um, and then there was, who else was there? Ryan? 
maybe there's a Ryan. I can't remember. But there's Michelle who got the first date um, of the new girls. And is it my- yeah, Michelle. I'm trying to find her photo right now. I need to remember what she looks like. I know I just watched the episode yesterday, but yeah, I need visuals. We'll give like a quick rundown because I love her. I think she's going to make it far. Oh. oh my gosh, absolutely. Like, did you see their date? I was like, they were falling in love in front of our eyes. Like, it was no so cute. I think that's what I needed for um, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's what I want to watch The Bachelor for. It's like all those cute moments that, like, you see genuine connection and, like, uh, I don't know, like those, like, butterfly moments that you get in a relationship. That's why I watch it, because I'm like, oh, it's so sweet. I remember that. Or, like, it gives you those, like, first date feels, right? And I feel like I got that with, like, Michelle and Matt on their date. So, Michelle, I pulled up her profile. Yeah. She's beautiful. I feel like Matt and Michelle almost have, like, the same kind of, like, caramelly skin tone, which, you know, they'll make nice babies. (laughs) He is 27 years old, a teacher from Minnesota, uh, which is perfect because, you know, they both care about kids and education. They were both former athletes. Yes. So, like, and she was really tall. So, on the day, you could see that their height different. Like, they were were perfect for each other, it looked like. Yeah, I think they had a good, that's true, because Matt is super, super tall. Definitely one of the tallest bachelors, I think. Uh, yeah, so that they had a good height ratio <laughs> because that's yeah. the thing that I can yeah. judge on. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> the height ratio is uh, definitely a plus here. But their conversation, holy crap! Like we've been watching this for what four weeks now. Yeah, and. You and I have, we, like, you just alluded to it. Like, we haven't even heard a conversation like that, like, that deep and that deep. Yeah. Throughout, like, this was the first one, and it was her day one, um, and she got the first date, and bam, like, there was. Yeah. Um, I also think that she's going to make it very, very far. So we have, in the slot for hometowns, we have Brie, and we have Michelle. Um, who else do you like, Joe? I mean... Like I said, I like Abigail, but I don't know if she's going to make it. I don't, yeah, I don't know if she'll make it to top three. I think Um, she'll make it at least to top five. Yeah, I think she'll Um, make it. She'll stick around for a while, but mm -hmm. I don't know. And then I don't know. One other girl that I had in mind, um, who I also really like, but haven't like gotten like a lot of uh, airtime. Yeah. I'm trying to look for her right now. I believe her name is Rachel. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see her a lot, and I feel like people really like her, but I don't think I really remember any interaction enough for me to say why. (laughs) So, Rachel is the 24-year-old graphic designer from Georgia. She has, like, a super baby face, and um, her interaction She kind of looks like Selena Gomez. Yeah! Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, She's very sweet, always extremely pleasant, but I can see why you would think that she's a bit forgettable. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, people, I think on Twitter, keep saying, go far. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. And, like, I hope so. I think I have nothing against her. <laughs> yeah. But... 
You know which one, like, who, like, I really wanted to root for, but I'm really, like, she's still, like, high on the list, but I, I really don't think she's going to make it that far, and it's going to crush people's heart, um, is the fellow Torontonian. Oh, Serena. Serena P. Yes. I agree. Publisher. I think she's super funny. I think she has, like... She's so sweet. Yeah. Like, she has good charisma i guess i don't know if that's the word i'm looking for but like she has good energy like good vibes about her and i thought their date was really cute but i felt like there was no mystery i agree yeah and but i thought it was really funny when she laughed at him about his turtle (laughs) (laughs) what did she call it like a therapy turtle (laughs) no they were talking about cats yeah and then oh yeah i had a turtle you had a turtle yeah and basically just called him weird yeah um yeah like i like her sweet she's kind um nothing against her but i like like there's no chemistry yeah you can't see her going too too far but she'll be a great bachelor in paradise yeah (laughs) we'll see i'm curious about that too yeah uh, I don't know. I feel um, like she might be too level-headed for Bachelor in Paradise, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know Victoria will be casted for sure. Yeah. Some of that drama in there. Yeah. Are we talking about Victoria now? <laughs> I, I think we should touch upon her. We should give her a little spotlight. Um, yeah. I think she's a bully. <laughs> yeah. I really actually hope that she's planted in by the producers uh, which is kind of like the rumor going around right now, because it would mm-hmm. make me feel so much better than actually believing that there's somebody as awful out there <laughs> like her. Um, like, at at least if she's like, okay, she's playing a character. But even then, then it's just bad on AB because I feel I was really, really actually uncomfortable with the last episode. Like, I left that episode feeling like, Wow, I feel really like dirty because <laughs> it was so mean. Like the things that were and being she, said. Yeah, and I feel like she just sat there and, you know, smirked the whole time and kind of making like, that's just, that's just really mean. Yeah. Um, obviously, she's not going to go very far. I feel like they'll, they're going to keep her around for some of the drama and see how that unfolds. But for sure, I can't see Matt actually wanting to be with a person like that and I've always wondered like as like the bachelor or the bachelorette when you're watching the entire season seeing a lot of the interactions for the first time do you like say to yourself like holy crap how did I not see this or how did I keep this person around like I would imagine that when ba- uh, when, when Matt you know sat down and actually watched how the entire Victoria and Marilyn situation unfolded He'd be like, darn, I, I let Marilyn go because of how manipulative Victoria was. Yeah. I, I wonder if they go back to, to kind of revisit those uh, those decisions and what they actually feel. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious, like, what Matt says about it, too, just because I feel like he is such, like, a proud guy. Um, and I don't know, even, like, what he said on the show, like, I'm against bullying for that. And, like, how he feels about being associated with this season, which is very much about bullying right now. Um, Because he hasn't said anything. Like, he hasn't written her. 
anything about how he feels. It's his Instagram and quiet and curious. We will have to continue and watch. Yeah. What um, was the most shocking? Oh, what was the most okay. shocking moment? What was the most shocking moment uh, that Victoria did when that offended you? <laughs> that shocked you? So many things. <laughs> I know. There's so many. So. <laughs> um, I I think just her attitude, like the first, um, I want to say the second episode, uh, when all the girl, like, so after the first night, they all go to this resort and all the girls were kind of sitting around and there was, um, what's her name? Just, Jessica. Jessica? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she is kind of like Asian looking girl with like beautiful brunette hair. I'm just trying to find her right now. Oh, Justina. Um, she's like 27 year old social media marketing manager from Texas. Um, here, Joe, let me show you. You see her? Uh, yeah. Is she still around or did she go home? No, she's still around. Um, so I think, um, when the date card came and Brie got the, the first date card, Victoria was pissed, you know, like super bummed out. Like, oh, I can't believe like she got the date, blah, blah. And other girls were saying like, oh, I'm super happy for you, Brie. Like, I hope you have a lot of fun. And she flat out just called everyone. You guys are fake. You know, I'm not happy for her. And, you know, I'm not here to make friends. I want to be on that date. You guys are all fake. Like, look, I, and, and, you know, Justina actually said it perfectly. Like, look, like, I understand that we're all here for Matt and we're going to be put into really uncomfortable situations. Um, but she's like, I am mature enough to, you know, develop my own relationship while still being happy for someone else. Um, like I, ha- I have the capability to do that. And Victoria's like, well, um, that's just fake. And like, it was just so like, like she was so unreasonable that I just knew that, you know, anything anyone says is just not going to go over well. And I'm like, okay, so that's the kind of person, like that was the, the tone that she said. Yeah. Um, and I also really did not appreciate her kind of like, I don't know if you remember this, but her smirk is still haunting me. Um, after Anna made that accusation, terrible accusation about um, being uh, Brittany, is it? Yeah. Brittany being an escort. Um, she like literally took her champagne glass, sipped it and was like, hmm, like kind of stirring up the drama. Like, it's okay. Like, look, you don't even have to stand up for the girl, but you don't have to add fuel to the fire. Right. Right. So those things um, really, really rub me the wrong way. And all the signs of a person who's extremely manipulative and just uh, bad, like just horrible. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, oh my gosh, it's like giving me, I don't know, PTSD thinking back about these moments now. So awful, but they are very memorable. So maybe that's what the producers were going for. But and the, remember that date when they were uh, dressed in the wedding dress, the wedding gown. Yeah, and she went over and was like, "All right, is it done yet? Is it done yet?" And the photographer was like, "Okay, chill, girl. <laughs> Wait your turn." And then she got up there and started like, like I think making out with Matt, and it was just like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was just so awkward for everyone involved, and it was. 
It was just so forced. Yeah. I think that was what made it gross for me, that the fact that it was so, so forced. Yeah. Not because the kiss. The situation felt uncomfortable when I'm not even... Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, so uncomfortable. (laughs) I feel like the top three, like, offensive moments for me was one when Katie, because I, like, love Katie now, right? When she was saying, like, stay classy, girls, after Sarah decided to go home, and it goes to Victoria rolling her eyes. And I was like, wow, that is, like, the most, like, unclassy thing. Like, I I don't know why that, like, (laughs) bothered me so much. I was just like, wow, you are, like, really, really trashy. (laughs) Um, So that was, like, one. And then the second one was... Um, I think when, like, all her, everything's awful, but I think her thing, when she went to talk, when she talked to Katie again, don't mess with my girl, Katie. <laughs> but she said to her, can you come talk to me? I don't know if you guys caught that, but I found that so rude. Because usually when you want to talk to somebody, it's like, hey, can you talk to me? Like, can you talk to me? But, or can I talk to you? Usually that's mm-hmm. what you say, right? Like, hey, can I talk to you about something? Like, can we, <laughs> whatever. But she was like, can you come talk to me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like you can't oh, even script that. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I loved how she was like, I want you to apologize to me. And Katie's like, I'm not apologize. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the, like, okay, this is like the most, the biggest one for me was when the new girls came and it was Miss Puerto Rico with her crown. And she took the crown off, which was already like, oh my gosh, like that's so rude. But then she didn't even give it back. She put it on the table in the middle. What? I totally missed this. I know. It's like these random details that I've like caught. So Victoria took Catalina's crown off? Oh, you didn't watch that part. So I didn't see that part. I didn't catch it. Yeah, so Catalina, she's wearing her Miss Puerto Rico sash. She's wearing her crown. And, like, Victoria's like, hey, I'm the queen here. And, like, she grabbed the crown off the girl's head. And she wore it. <laughs> what did Catalina do? She was just, she looked shocked. She was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then, I like, oh, I, I don't know what happened. Like, I'm sure something happened with the girls, but it didn't show it. And then after, like, Victoria took, when she took off the crown, she just put it back onto the table. And Catalina's standing, like, right beside her, still kind of, like, shell-shocked by what has happened. And I, I was like, wow, like, that's, like, how, you can't script those things. Like, that's just really, really. Or can you? Or can you? Or can you? <laughs> it's true. It can be scripted. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I'm so done with that, like, so done with her and all this like it's really me i feel really good watching next not watch the bachelor so i feel like i was almost like this might make me want to stop watching the bachelor no you're fine this is gonna be fine we'll matt's see. here i'll save the day so <sighs> make the right calls next week i promise you <laughs> i feel like um it's gonna turn around he's gonna get rid of all the toxic girls um, he has how many ladies does he have now? It's, I feel like he just added more. Yeah. Like, so I think I feel like he's like back to twenty five. I want to say twenty. 
I feel like until it goes down to like five girls, I'm too many. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the top six or so is like when I'm like, okay, like I I feel like I have a better feel of who these people are. But right now, they're like Sarah, Ashley, (laughs) all these names. (laughs) Lauren. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So who knows? But I'm definitely going to continue watching. I think it's a very entertaining season. I feel like there's some really, really great Bachelor in Paradise contestants here, um, and hopefully we get um, we get to see uh, one of those crazy seasons, um, this summer. Yeah, it'd be nice just to watch people. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Yeah. All right. Um, well, hopefully we're, we're going to continue the trend. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you guys yeah. uh, actually watched it. And we didn't just give you a bunch of spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you think. Because honestly, without being able to watch it with anybody this year, this is, and also having nothing else going on, this has been my entertainment. So I just, all I do now is message everybody I know that watches The Bachelor while I'm watching it and go on Twitter to see what else other people are saying. So message us. Uh, yeah, talk to us. Definitely watch DM us during watch. while you're watching because I will respond. <laughs> and uh, we'll definitely have, you know, at least another episode to just wrap things up or continue chatting about all the, all the drama. But I think um, next week we're going to continue the trend of reality trashy TV. Um, yeah. You don't know. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but Joe and I have been binging Bling Empire. <laughs> it's so definitely a lot to talk about there. And if there's a <laughs> like, let one let us know what you think of it if you've watched it, or two if there's another reality show that you want us to watch. Because yeah, again, we'll be, uh, to do. talking about Bling Empire next week. Yeah. Hopefully you'll join us then. Uh, maybe you can watch it this week and, you know, judge with us next week. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic.